to the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. My name is Alan. My name is Adam, and I'm drinking coffee from a cock mug. It has roosters on it for listeners. True. I'm drinking coffee from a mug with a, a moose. Two, me, two moose. Moose. I think there's three. Three. There. Four. There's four moves. <laughs> They're multiplying. They keep going around. This, Careful. My, that's very close to count material, which, as you know, spooks me. I uh, will, I will uh, stop. Uh. <laughs> uh, so um, I forgot about the story we're doing today, honestly. No, and, when you texted it to me, I, I, I was like, oh, shit. Right. Yeah, and it's like, it's quite a good little two chapter story. A lot of weird shit happens. Yes. Um, you know, Bible. But uh, I, I don't know why. It just popped into my head this morning. Yeah. And so I quickly read it while uh, my kid was watching uh, the Lego movie. Ooh. Um, Everything is awesome. And uh, it's a weird story. I, I kept texting Adam and be like, did you remember? And I'm, I mean, I'm not like spoiling it too much for no. him, you know, because that's part of the fun. But I was like, did you remember this? And uh, he was way ahead of me. He, he answered yes to everything. <laughs> well, no, because like I'm and I'm actually that thing i'm gonna uh it's it's first in the story but i actually hold off on telling it to you Ooh! but uh this is this is the adam cut yes yes i'm i am i am uh, mementoing uh, this uh i was gonna say incepting it's like no it's memento it's the other christopher nolan movie yeah um anyway uh so do you want to ask nick yeah nick so what do you know about gideon hmm or anything related to the name um, I don't know anything about Gideon. I feel like, is there a whole version of the Bible that is a Gideon Bible? You're, you're like not wrong. There's a okay. book of the Bible that Mormons. Oh have? God. Fuck Adam. No, there's the Gideons international who nope. leave Bibles in hotels. And okay, yeah. But there is, there's also, I think a book of Gideon. That oh is, really? I believe that the Mormons include in. We the, need a Mormon on the show. I'm definitely talking about the hotel one. Yeah, 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 they leave Bibles everywhere. Yep, yep. Uh, actually, uh, my wife, who is a my wife. optometrist, Boo. fuck off. <laughs> uh, she has a collection of uh, kind of a half rainbow above her desk. Of well, I was say, ones that they leave in her lobby. Don't, they, don't the oh. colors mean something? Like they're they're left in different locations. So yeah, before we get into the story, so she has a uh, she has three colors. She has white, which is for medical professionals. I've never seen white. That's because you're not. A medical, medical professional. professional. <laughs> uh, she has light. But I grew up in the house of one. Like she a, has light blue uh, for distribution by auxiliary only. I don't know what that means, but she has a light blue one, and she has a burgundy, which is a uh, personal worker's testament. Also, don't totally know what that means. I think they have like little forwards in the beginning, um, but there are. Let's it's see, like the chicken soup for the soul, except for just <laughs> totally. <laughs> I was absolutely just thinking that. Yeah, except it's all the same, right? <laughs> it's literally the exact same stories with a different, different cover. There's orange, green, red, uh, camouflage. You Ugh. can guess what that's for. Uh, dark blue, <laughs> white, light blue, brown, burgundy, periwinkle. Oh, there's not a black. I thought I've seen a black somewhere. I think you're, I think the, um, the dark blue is really black. Oh, uh, okay. And that's, uh, uh, other languages. Oh, it's printed in like 80 languages or something. Anyway, it's just a group that started in Wisconsin uh, mm-hmm. that their whole goal is to leave Bibles everywhere. One is left every like three seconds. And uh, is their movement born out of this story or Tangen- what's the, is there a connection here? It's well, there's a there's a little bit at the very end of the story where they're taking most of their impetus from. Um, well, I mean, I guess, I guess if you're the nation of Israel, it's a pretty big part of the story, but for the rest of us, we don't give a shit. I'm going to read, uh, just, uh, uh, one sentence from their like mission, 
which we'll discuss. Uh, Gideon was a man who was willing to do exactly what God wanted him to do. No, not at all. Uh, regardless of his own judgment as to the plans of the results. Mm. As you'll learn in the story, that's not true. No. <laughs> the people he recruited, maybe. Anyway, uh, so yes, I, I, I thought that you might. Yeah remember Gideon from that context. Sure. Just people who leave Bibles. Uh as well as the uh what Job 316, Job 316 yeah, from, from Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> the first Mission Impossible. Oh, I nothing. Oh. The first Mission Impossible hinges on this like uh weird cipher where they're kept talking about job three sixteen, job three sixteen, and uh there's this like weird moment that Tom Cruise is like tri- like tilts his head and goes Job 316? He's holed up in a hotel, like hiding from people, and he sees a Gideon Bible on the shelf. It does a rack focus from the computer screen back to the Bible. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's silly. And then, so he basically, like, goes on to Alta Vista or something and leaves. Posts in a chat room. room, (laughs) Writing, writing, like, biblical things. And then he meets with Vanessa Redgrave. That's. Anyway. Wow. I really liked that movie, and but as you're like going through just that one scene, I'm like, wow, real, that's not great. That's rough. Also, weird, a weird like comeback. Vanessa Kirby's character in the last, last one, at least last one, maybe last two, um, is supposed to be Job's daughter. Like there, there, that's like an actual lineage. If you're listening to the dialogue, and I never picked it up in the dialogue, it was just all. Is that like, like MI five or six at this point? What are we at? Oh, more than that, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I think we're six or seven somewhere in there. They stopped numbering and doing the first names. Mission Impossible was the first and only movie I saw in one of those movie theaters with like super comfy, like, oh, yeah, recliner lounger seats when it came out. Yeah. Whoa. Dang. It was like a big fucking. That would have been in early. Chicago. Yeah. There was like one row in the back and we knew the like one of the people that worked there. And so we got those reserved for like, I think maybe even the midnight screening. Holy shit. And I don't remember anything about that movie. You don't remember the, the I remember the, the ceiling thing. Yeah, okay. Of course. The shattering. And then the red light green. They don't remember red. Light. I, I, I was going to say like, the gum <laughs> or the gum, the red light, green nope. light. Nope. Nothing. Fish this tank. is, this is definitely taking a turn. Yeah. It was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I, I probably as a friend of Palma, like it's like not a, <laughs> I watched that movie and dumb and dumber over and over and mm. over again, which is a weird combo. It's a like weird dumb combo. and dumber is a, perfect palate cleanser for anything mm-hmm. yeah anyway so the story of gideon gideon is one of the judges if that if that helps you yeah, yeah. put it in the context of where we are in history okay we're just post deborah or deborah depending on how the deborah deborah right yep do you remember who, that who debacle? Sat, who sat under her own tree also named deborah, deborah. yeah right <laughs> deborah under deborah i think is where we landed on anyway uh so yeah she's gone and <laughs> israel is kind of like waffling because apparently israel just waffles and that's maybe that's the only time they wrote stories about them is when they're waffling. Uh, I mean, I said I wasn't I was going to try and yeah. stop you as much, but <laughs> I feel like I mean, you know what the first sentence of this story is. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. Yeah. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. Right. It's like every story sure. and judges. I forgot it was Midian exactly. and Gideon. Like it was just a weird. So Midian, the Midianites are another tribe around mm-hmm. there, presumably uh, have them oppressed. And Gideon uh, is. Gideon has a thing that happens and I'm, that's going to, I'm going right. to come back to it later, okay. Yeah, but a thing happens mm-hmm. and he gets the impression that he needs to rise up and fight. The I'll, I'll put a memento sticky note on my forehead yeah, thank or you. something. Perfect. Exactly. Like if you can get a tattoo somewhere that just says <laughs> Gideon does something. Yeah. Gideon does something. John um, G raped and murdered my wife. Wife. Yeah. Correct. Right. Oh, is that from the movie? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the, 
That's the, the key yeah. piece. And then he keeps filling in the different John Dees. <laughs> Spoiler for Memento if you haven't seen the <laughs> movie that came out 20 some years ago. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, God, I'm old. I just realized like Memento came out a long time ago. Um, so he then basically has a crisis of, con- or not, of, of faith and goes, I like I don't trust that I understood correctly. I'm going to ask God to give me a sign. And what I want is I'm going to take this this fleece, this chunk of wool and leave it overnight. And God, if you want me to do what, what I think I'm supposed to do, uh, I want to come out the next tomorrow morning and it to be wet from dew and ev- all the, the ground around it to be dry. <laughs> OK, correct. Cool. And so that happens. Mm-hmm. And cool. he's like, cool sign. Man. Yeah, cool. <laughs> cool move, dude. Uh, he then goes like, you know what? I didn't quite think this through because wool could have soaked up the water and the ground could have dried from the sun. Absolutely. Right. My first thought. Right. Exactly. Uh, So, you know what? I'm going to reverse it and said, and he's like super apologetic. Like, God, I'm really sorry. But you know, like I, I, the neighborhood kids could have just peed on the wool. Right. I messed up. Could you, we want to do the exact same experiment, but inverted results. I want the wool to be, the (laughs) fleece to be dry and the ground to be wet with dew. He he does say to the angel now, now don't be angry with me. (laughs) Oh, is he still talking to the angel for this whole thing? Yeah. Okay. For some reason I thought he was like just praying for that. Okay. So, and then God, I guess, whatever. Anyway, he (laughs) does it next morning, comes out and he's like, well, fuck it. This is, this is a sign. I've, I've got all my, because it comes to pass that the wool is dry. Correct. I'm sorry. Yes. The wool is dry. The ground is wet. Uh Uh-huh. It all works. Great. Um, I'm now going to tell you what the first thing that happened was. Okay. The first thing that happened is an angel of the Lord came to him, told him that he should attack the Midianites, and then fucking fire broke out of a stone and shot into the sky. How does that not give you a much bigger impression (laughs) that something supernatural has happened rather than fucking wet wool? He, he really as a kid, this, this, this story, just like, what the fuck? Like you went from like, I had a crazy traumatic existential experience. And then I asked him to do something that I, that like anybody could do. Like, yeah, it's just, it's like you blew your entire load of special effects in the first act. And then like for the, the last two acts, you had no money. And so all you did is just had like a couple of matchbox cars, just like bumping into each other. Uh huh. God, it, this story pisses me off. <laughs> oh, and it gets better. So he then like after the, the whole wool debacle is like, I'm all in and goes to uh, and I can't remember the tribes. One of them is is Zebulon because I love Zebulon. Yeah, hell yeah. But I don't remember. The, there's more tribes that he goes to. So Gideon is from the uh, tribe of Manasseh. These oh. are all like these are all like Manasseh's like these are not the, these are all like C teams. Yeah, I was gonna say this is not the, the A or B team. <laughs> uh and so he sent messengers through Manasseh, Asher, Zebulon, and Naphtali. Okay. And you remember these are all Joseph's brothers? If that oh, okay. That great. But these are all like little Thank you. little little tiny baby. Yeah, these tribes. are the tribes that don't ever do shit. Sure. Anyway, he pulls together like twenty some thousand people. Thirty. Oh, oh, Okay, he he gets thirty some thousand people to come to the to attack the Midianites, um, and he's like, "Awesome, great, we're ready to do this." And God then goes like, "Actually, no, uh, I want you to ask the people who were to raise their hands if they're afraid." And so he goes like, "All right, how many of you guys are afraid?" And about a third of them raise their hands. Okay, and God is saying this because 
with 30,000 people, the Israelites could be like, oh, it was actually us who won the battle. And God is like, no, I need you to know that you guys were pathetic and that it was me who <laughs> right. won the battle. I had to dig you out okay. of this hole. So 30,000 is too many. Send some home. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. He sends about a third of them home. Just basically says like, you're, you're afraid. Go home. 20,000 go home. Right. 10,000 remain. Okay. So that's two oh, thirds. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I thought it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. So he sends two thirds of them. And then, uh, there's, there's only one more test, right? That's a Correct. Ma- okay. Like that's an epic game of telephone too, for right? that many people. Like he said, raise your hand. If you, if I, right. what are you scared? Am I scared? I think we'll go home if we raise our hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Raise your hand. If we want bread. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I want hungry. that. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm going home. Wait, we're all leaving. I just got here. All right. And it turns out like all the people in the back are the ones who left. Oh, uh, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) we're done. It was false alarm. The people who can't see the people behind them are the ones. Oh, shit. Right. And then like two months later, they hear the news like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, So anyway, uh, the other left. They're then training like in my brain. I see uh, like montage. Yeah. But like montage of like that doesn't surprise me of like knowing um, you. Uh, of like basic training drills. Like they're like under barbed wire, like crab crawling and like going up and over walls and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. obviously like uh, the, uh, let's get down to business. Yes, exactly. it's, it's the Mulan training, it's the Mulan training sequence. Um, I so, watch a lot of Disney movies right now. So, <laughs> so all that's happening. Uh, and God's like still too many. And uh, so he was, I got a new thing. What I want you to do is observe the men as they get to the water to get their drink. And this is the thing that Alan actually texted me about that. Like, I was like, holy shit. Do you remember this part? Cause I, the way I was told to me and the way apparently the way it apparently is, is different and makes a difference. Uh, he basically, so I'm going to tell him the way that I was told. Right? Yeah. So, uh, basically he said, watch the people, the, those who come up and kneel and then start and drink like for like, take their time essentially, uh, send them away. Those who just grab a scoop of, of water and keep going. Those are the ones that I want you to attack with, which is exactly how I was told. And the okay. rationale behind it being basically the it, it was like a laziness or like uh, or a um, or what's it like when you're like a loyalty factor, like I'm so uh, disciplined and so like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not loyal or applied, but like. Uh, like I buy into this so strongly that I'm not going to waste my time to kneel and take a drink of water. I'm just going to grab a glass, throw it in my in face and just keep going. But it's also very much like the mid- middle school thing of like, how do you look at your nails? Do you look at them uh, where you fold your fingers over or do you look at them far away? Because if you look at them far away, that means you're gay. Right. And also go home. Go home. Go home. <laughs> we don't want you for our army. <laughs> you can't be an army. Yeah. Right. You can't army with us. Uh, so he, uh, they send all but 300 of them home. Okay. Is the gist. Yeah. Do you want to jump here and tell you what it actually says? Well, there are different versions. So the new King James that I'm reading from it's, it does say, uh, and the number of those who lapped, uh, and the versions <laughs> say like a dog. This one does say, uh, by lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, but it's still like, but lap like a dog involves the tongue. Yeah, no matter like, how you put it, here's, here's <laughs> ah, you, this is a soldier. different thing. Like this isn't a commitment time and like, like yeah, a time yeah, efficiency yeah. thing. You wanted the 300 <laughs> crazy ones, the ones who like, oh, like, so we're keeping the people that laugh. Correct. Correct. Oh, that's so, like, weird. The people who drink normally send them home, but the people who like face planted in the water with, <laughs> and then like jumped up and ran. <laughs> those are the ones you want. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> like you, they want berserkers. Yes. They got the, 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 the guys who are nuts. Yeah. Anyway, uh, then from this, then on, uh, basically the tactics actually get kind of interesting to me as a kid. I remember actually going like, this is the story is less weird except one detail, but 
the story is less weird from here on out. Yeah. So basically what uh, Gideon makes the best of it in my brain, what Gideon did was like, I only have 300 people. God has whittled down what was who don't know how to drink water, who don't know how to drink water. <laughs> and it was a reasonable force now to 300. And we need to take on this presumably larger than 30,000 person army. Presumably. I, it doesn't say. But you know what I mean? Like it has. Uh, I assume big. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he gets and he basically says what I'm giving each of you is a torch under a. Um, a vase, a clay vase to hide, basically be able to move the torch around, but not like okay. at night, which is not how fireworks. No, it would have <laughs> right. Like at all. I know there's, there's a, there's a few things wrong with this story and uh, a horn mm-hmm. trumpet specifically. Yeah. Maybe a Chopar, maybe Chopar. What's that fucking Ram's horn? <laughs> it likely was that. I mean, it, it wasn't like a brass instrument, but no, it, it, it wasn't. It and then was right, Miles yeah. Davis out there like, oh, I brought my French horn. No. Right. Uh, it just says trumpet. Okay, so bring your horn uh, and your bring your horn and your stick in a bucket, um, flaming stick in a bucket, and uh, they then surround the camp, and they basically at the same time are supposed to remove their torches all at once and start yelling. Okay. Or this was horning. Uh, so here's the thing. <laughs> they're blowing their horns and they're shouting. So I'm confused mm. by that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's essentially what they heard. It's the same sound they all make while okay, they're Adam, lapping up water. Correct. <laughs> Adam, do you remember what they shout? Is it something like the Lord is my savior or like something shitty like that? It's cheesier. Oh, let's get down to the sword Jesus. of the Lord and of Gideon. Mm. Oh. It's fierce. Yeah, not very threatening. Well, I mean, we didn't know how those nuts like it's the dirty. He, he got the dirty dozen. So maybe they just sounded crazy. Sure. I mean, stick to the trumpets anyway. <laughs> so basically they the idea is that with 300 men surrounding the camp, they're supposed to feel like more than uh, at 300. Night. I at feel night. like we should have specified this. Is Sorry, I should. I, I assume that I figure with the torches. Yep. Middle of the night. They're, they're, they're day, all day torches. Also, yeah, didn't well. Gideon like sneak into the camp somehow? So earlier he was nervous about this. Rightly so. He has 300 crazy dog lickers mm-hmm. and uh, it's a presumably big. So God tells him to sneak into the camp and I'll provide something. Yeah. And he. Oh, he overhears. God said, talking. let there be recon. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, <laughs> and there was recon. And there was recon. <laughs> and he put uh, on Sam Smith goggles. And like, yeah. So he, he goes down with his servant, um, probably slave. Uh, into the camp and overhears a guy who had a dream and the dream is to my surprise a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian it came to a tent and struck it so it fell and overturned and the tent collapsed then his companion answered and said this is nothing else but the sword of Gideon the son of Joash a man of Israel the hand of God has delivered Midian and the whole camp this is some real bad defectors apparently yeah and so he heard that so a loaf of bread knocks a tent over in the dream that's a good loaf of bread that's a hard loaf of bread. So anyway, they basically, uh, every, it's barley bread. Yeah. Mm. So dense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's to me, that's so weird. Like that this guy had a, had a dream about bread and then, and the, then, other Gideon, guy and then the other guys like, that means we're going to lose the battle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So middle of the night, uh, they break their pots, lights come out, yeah. blowing their horns and shouting apparently. And, uh, chaos ensues enough to the point where the Midianites are so confused and think they're so overwhelmed that they flee and run away and abandon their post. At which point, I believe it's like another montage where he goes through and just like murder murders a bunch of leaders. So it's it sounds it's hard to understand. It says it says both that the whole army ran and cried. Right. 
But then also the Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp. Oh, right. They started like fighting each other because they didn't, there was confusion. That's what it was. Yeah. They started like running, fighting and like stabbing anybody. Sure. And so like they killed themselves. They ran away. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. I was confused, but that, that does sound familiar. Right. Um, the, the gist of it, like, this is kind of usually where the, the retelling in, in either Sabbath school or church or whatever, or Sunday school, if you went to Sunday school, um, that's kind of where it would end typically. But like, if I remember, like, the, the idea is, and he then goes and like ransacks media as well kind as like, of, it's really it more just inspires uprisings around the whole area. Got it. But he then, uh, like kicks the followers of Baal. Cause I don't remember yep. like Baal is Hell yeah. big bad mm-hmm. God yep. Baal's back kicks Baal out of Israel. Yeah. Um, and then they have like 40 some years or something of peace until Gideon dies. And he has an important son, but I don't remember who it is. So you're right. It's uh 40 years. Exactly. Okay. Uh, nailed it. I said 40. Some, so. Uh, and what's a funny like side detail. Everything's is 40. He made, uh, it says an ephod. It's, it's an important thing. Oh, isn't that like the thing on the, the, the yeah it's like an important it's thing. like the chest piece on the <laughs> high priest's garment but he made it out of the gold one in battle which eventually caused the whole of israel to turn away from god yet again because they worshiped it <laughs> hilarious uh but yeah his just... son is abimelech oh hell yeah, yeah. abimelech not abimelech. abimelech abimelech this is the other one that i was like <laughs> oh right yeah 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 it's like i couldn't remember which it was mm-hmm. um uh, from one of his uh 70 sons because he took many women as wives oh so we don't have a problem with that just yeah bail worship right out <laughs> well you got to draw the line somewhere <laughs> right uh and, and yeah so that's that's basically the story of gideon is he uh took a bunch of great crazy israelites and mm-hmm. uh conquered the nation by confusing them with fire and trumpets mm-hmm. so a couple things you missed uh they were being oppressed which meant that like the midianites would just come steal all their food ah like oh. They weren't like slaves or anything. Sure. Uh, if they saw food, they would take it. They're just b- bullied. They would leave no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep, nor ox, nor donkey. Um, Can you eat? Makes the bread eat. nightmare uh, more relevant. Sure. A thing. Yeah. Also, are they eating the donkeys? I mean, they're just taking them. Okay. Uh, and so when the angel comes to Gideon, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Adam. He is... Uh, thrashing his wheat in like the pit of a wine press. That's a euphemism. In, in order to like hide it from the Midianites. Wait, hold on. So the Midianites will take the wheat if they see it threshed in a thing, but they won't take the wine? Well, I, I imagine it's just like an abandoned wine press. <laughs> Got it. I just love the I just love the idea. It's like, I'll do the wheat here because they won't take but the like, wine. I think it's setting it up that Gideon's just like a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is just a dude if I'm right. Um, do we get any cool descriptions of the angels? The angel that comes down? He sits under a terebinth tree. Specifically, okay. uh, which is like, that's a weird detail. Like, cause this is, a, there's been multiple times in the Bible when the defining characteristic is what tree they sat under. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, belongs to huh. the cashew family, uh, native to Iran and the Mediterranean region. Sounds delicious. That also tracks as being locally yep. possible. Possible. Yeah. But they, they do <laughs> specify the tree. Like, yeah, if they were like, it was a cedar tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. And so the angel comes to him and says like, Hey, you're going to lead a bunch of people against the Midianites. God chose you. And Gideon's like, I'm just a guy. Um, Threshing wheat. Like I, I remember that God was amazing and led us out of Egypt, but I haven't seen him lately. So prove yourself. And this is where the angel, the angel says to uh, put a sacrifice on a rock. So he prepared a young goat, unleavened bread, and an 
epfa of flour. I feel like we've gone over that unit yep. of measure. Uh, is that what, like 42 eggs? Yep, 42 point something. <laughs> yeah, like 42 and a half <laughs> eggs. Uh, the meat he put in a basket and he put the broth in a pot and he brought them out. Wait, broth was not in the initial... He just added broth then? He added broth. Okay. I mean, he's making a stew. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> but he also put the meat in the basket. The angel's like, like he, you're going to make me eat all that dry? Well, he had to take it, he had to, take it to the terebinth tree. I see. Uh, so he took it to the terebinth tree. Well, why didn't he just put it in the bowl with the broth? Hold on. Okay. He took them separately to the terebinth <laughs> tree. And the angel says, take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth. <laughs> Turns out it doesn't like not a broth. What yeah. A yeah. What a bummer. It's like, I didn't ask. Bring for, it. Uh, no, it does. Mind. It does feel like I didn't ask for broth. It, yeah. It's like. Like, I didn't want this on a Jew. And then the angel of the Lord put the end of his staff that was in his hand. Duh. Uh, I mean, it, it may, it's, it's indicated it's not his dick. He touches the meat. <laughs> <laughs> he touched well, the meat. Well, it could be. And fire rose out of the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. Fucking fire for rock, man. Yeah, and that's good. And the angel disappeared, which is also cool. Both those two things are significantly better than I left some wool out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you are living in a time with no television, what? that's going to have an effect on you. Seriously. Fully. Like if you spend your days doing nothing but threshing wheat. Right. That's going to make an impression. Fucking people today. We have t- we have virtual reality. We have television. We have like deep faking for that matter. But like the one time you had sleep paralysis and saw like a hazy outline of a person because your brain manifested yeah, yeah. your par- paralysis right. as uh, like a fear thing. Like people live with that shit for the rest of their lives. Yeah. A guy brings fire out of a rock. I just this story just. Uh, a lazy dude under a tree tells you to bring some meat and bread, dump out the broth, and then makes it explode. You remember that. And he disappears. Mm-hmm. And he disappears. <laughs> yeah. In a cloud of smoke. And then you go, oh, I really just want some wet wool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so uh, then Gideon's so impressed that no, he- dry wool. Well, wet, wet wool, then dry wool. <laughs> right, yeah. He basically uh, tears down an altar of Baal and makes an altar with a, his teeth, a separate altar. True. Well, he gets some like dudes in with it uh, and then sacrifices a bull and then everyone's mad. Uh, Cause he wasted the bull, the one bull that they had, that the Midianites hadn't taken. Well, his dad, his dad is like, no, I'm still cool with bail. You guys like, <laughs> please don't kill my son. Uh, and he, um, then we get into the fleece, yeah. uh, which was exactly how Adam said, um, boring. <laughs> um, just anticlimactic. Yeah. And then we get into the, uh, the, the, 30,000, then 20,000, yep. then 300, which it, it, again is exactly, I feel like actually at this point, Adam did pretty well. Uh, they do. Specif- I checked in a bunch. They though. do specify. It, yeah. They do specify that the torch is in the left hand and the trumpets in the right hand. Like, well, uh, it's, you mean, you mean torch hand and trumpet hand only. Yeah. <laughs> only yeah. worshipers of Baal would dare blow a trumpet in their left hand. Right. So I assume left they, hand of trumpet blowing definitely sounds like euphemism. <laughs> so like this 300 people also like, would all have sheaths or do they set their swords on the ground? Maybe they just didn't have swords swordless, but they all had jars, torches and trumpets. Correct. It, it is also like, that's a burden to carry. It's a yeah. lot of stuff. A torch with a pot on it, on it by the way, is a lot. One thing we didn't mention either. The Gideon's logo is literally a vase with a torch in it. Oh, just yeah. Huh. That, but I mean, that makes sense. They're yeah. like literally based on this story, but here's um, the thing. Like where in this story do you get, like, how do you draw the correlation between it? Because also Gideon really didn't like, as we said, like he questioned God three times. And on- so two guys in Wisconsin were like, I think this story is telling us to leave Bibles in hotels. Yeah. <laughs> and at I'm ev- pretty sure and yeah. every dentist's office that we've ever go in. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure you guys real weird. It's real weird. 
But it's kind of a cool little story. It, do you have any idea if like the Gideons are like a, a big organization or is this like a pretty marginal group a, in Christianity? N- well, I mean, well, like, they, they leave a Bible somewhere every three seconds. <laughs> my so I would say within Christianity, they're relatively well, I should say within Adventism, our interaction was purely in finding like like Bibles in hotels. Yeah, I didn't like they never approached like I was never. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They're the thief in the night. Right. But like, <laughs> I think internationally, they are a pretty damn big organization given mm. their reach. I just like, I can't think of like seeing a Gideon church. Ever, it's not, or it's, like, just, it's, 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 it's just it's a, a club. Yeah. It's like purely just an organization that, Oh, I see. So like so you might be in church with like other some Gideon pocket Gideons. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There might've been people who like who, and I don't, I mean, maybe what you do, you just get like a pallet of Bibles delivered to your house and then you just, take it upon yourself to deliver I, I them? don't know that. Uh, it does say, Wikipedia says there are about a quarter million Gideons uh, worldwide and membership is limited to current or retired business or professional men aged 21 or older who are members in good standing of an evangelical or Protestant church. Wives of Gideons may join the Gideons <laughs> International Auxiliary. Oh, so that's there's the auxiliary. So that's what the auxiliary Fuck. is. So they have so their the, own special color. If you're a lady, you're an auxiliary you, uh, member. You, you get a pink Bible and you get to... It's blue. light. It's light blue. Oh, well, I mean, I guess going against type, but well, men can leave a bunch of different colors. Women can only leave, leave blue. light blue. It's a really interesting. I mean, like I will say I've been in a, a like, like a privileged amount of hotel rooms and <laughs> there's always, Bible. there's always, I've yet to be yeah, in a totally. room where there isn't a, a getting Bible, which I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming also that, weird that hotels don't just remove those. That's what I was like, thinking. Like, like yeah. Or I'm assuming they don't add them. Like I'm assuming that there's not like, you know, the pallet just shows up to, to a, uh, a Hilton yeah, gardens right. and, yeah, like, yeah. and they just like, you know, uh, housekeeping just puts one in every room. I'm assuming that like there actually has to be a person that stays in that room. Dude, like recruiting housekeeping people though, to be you couldn't. None of them were, they're, they're like, not professionals. Uh, Motel six though goes full bail and like, Oh, just fuck the book yeah. of bail. No, there's just a golden calf, like right behind the TV. <laughs> Yeah, there's actually just carvings of Baphomet behind every <laughs> yeah yeah behind every like pastel picture. Blue carvings if an auxiliary member left it. Can you imagine going into any hotel room and like on the floor there being a Baphomet like just like cut out? Of, I, would, I would I would be so yeah. fucking. Oh, uh, the fucking Baphomets were here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's been five Supreme Court cases about leaving Bibles in schools. Wow. Well, well, sure. I'm. I thought I thought you were going to say hotels, but okay, about great. Whether they're allowed to or not, they are not. Well, they shouldn't. There's been five. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gideon. I feel like definitely more people have heard of the Gideons. Sure. Than, than Gideon. Gideon. It's a good name. It's also, fine. I mean, it's fine. Chad exists. I mean, so at, Gideon. At least they like. And there go all of our Chad listeners. <laughs> uh, shout out Chad listeners. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so Alan's a Chad, Chad Stan and I'm a Chad anti Stan. What is an anti Stan? Just Eminem. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least it's a name that is like less connotated. It's not a Bimelech. Like slavery and rape. That's true too. Well, here we go. Shout out to all of our Abimelech fans. Yeah. Please write in. <laughs> and again, uh, if you're a Mormon and know something about the alleged book of Gideon, uh, please. Or if you are a Gideon, know. ex-Gideon. Oh, yeah. Or had like a parent who was a Gideon. Auxiliary member. Know anything more about the Gideons? Yeah. Please, tell uh, us more. Like, uh, dear Jesus at kingjamesvirgin.com, t- send us a voice memo. We'd, uh, you like, can do it I, anonymously even. Yeah. 
If you just don't say, those pocket if members. you don't say your name, mm-hmm. we won't put it in. Yeah. Give me a thank you. I don't know if we need it. A thank you. Uh, well, yeah, I think give me, can you just say thank you? Thank you. <laughs> you need another read of that. Let me do one for me. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. After you give me, uh, and we're back. Thank you. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back here on the King James Virgin. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJV put on both Twitter and Instagram to keep up with what we are doing. And uh, we want to see our spitting Jesus lizard sticker everywhere. So we've reduced its price to just $1 plus tax, but shipping is included in that. Uh, so if you'd love some awesome Nate Marcel artwork of blasphemous imagery, uh, head over to KingJamesVirgin.com to pick up a sticker. Uh, thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixadi, off the album El Moran. And this week's Resurrection Records artist is Honey Badgers. So stick around for that. Um, there are links to, I mean, you can listen to the podcast on our website. You can listen to the music from each episode on our website. You can see weird press things and bio shit. There's a lot of cool stuff on our website. Uh, so check it out at kingjamesvirgin.com. That'll do it for us this week. Until next week, trust the Flaming Rock. Fuck your wool, fuck your broth, and don't drink with your tongue. No, that's just gross. Sonic Bazaar.